But what's on my mind this morning? And what's on, well, clearly your mind, because you mentioned it, and the minds of many Jamaicans, is the sentencing of Tesha Miller. I think it is a major victory for Jamaica's justice system. And other than Miller himself, his immediate family, and his many cronies, most people would be celebrating the 38-year, nine-month sentence handed down to him for two counts of accessory to murder. So the presiding judge, Georgiana Fraser, told the court yesterday that Miller was deserving of a custodial, custodial sentence, and she said that he had yet to show the capacity for reform. This is the, the report we aired at 5 o'clock by Marjorie Gordon. Judge Fraser, in handing down her sentence, said the offender's capacity to reform must start with admitting wrongdoing. However, Miller has insisted he's innocent. She says despite the glowing social inquiry report from the defense, certain aspects have given her disquiet. The judge noted inconsistencies such as information provided as to his place of residence. Lawyers for the defense also styled Miller as a family man, yet no children were interviewed. As a result, she viewed the inquiry with mixed feelings. Judge Fraser also noted the described role played by the offender is similar to that of a puppet master and the use of guns for murder in our society being far too prevalent. The judge says due to the lack of direct sentencing guidelines for the offenses, instead of imposing a life sentence, she would instead impose a fixed one. This means Miller must serve the 38 years in their entirety. That's in relation to the 2008 killing of then-Jamaica Urban Transit Company chairman Douglas Chambers. The sentence hearing began this morning amidst heavy security presence in the Supreme Court. Last December, Miller was convicted of accessory to murder before and after the fact by a seven-member jury. The state's main witness in the trial says Mr. Chambers was killed on the orders of Tesha Miller as a contract. The man, also styled the leader of the notorious Spanish Town-based Klansman gang, will leave prison when he is 77 years old. Marjorie Gordon for Nationwide News. That last line indicating he would leave prison at the age of 77 years old. Yep. I think few people, like I said, would not be happy at this turn of events. One of those who is not happy would, would be Tesha Miller's attorney, Bert Samuels, who had this to say after the sentencing. Is it justice for Mr. Blackman, who they said Mr. Miller sent to kill this man, to be acquitted, and Mr. Miller is going to go behind bars for 38 years, nine months? Something, there's an order from that which is, can't be described. I'm saying it's out of line. It's out of line because I brought at least eight cases to the judge's attention where the high end was for persons who were convicted for four murders, and that is where she placed Mr. Miller, as if it was a quadruple murder. The persons who were charged for one and convicted for one murder were in the range of 25 years. Well, I hear Mr. Samuels, and he can make his you know, legal arguments. That is what he does. He's an attorney, and the attorney for Miller himself, nonetheless. But let's not forget who Tesha Miller is believed to be, the reputed leader of the notorious and highly feared 
Klansman gang. And I wanted to be careful about calling him the leader because he wasn't convicted under the anti-gang legislation and, and said he is the leader. Yeah, he was convicted for a different crime, for accessory to murder. But the DPP herself, Paula Llewellyn, said the facts prove that he was indeed a gang leader. Her words, here they are. The senior deputy director very briefly wished to remind the court that in her considerations in terms of balancing the aggravating factors vis-a-vis the mitigating factors, to remember that the evidence from the witness indicated, because these are facts now that were proved, that Mr. Miller was the leader of a criminal organization and that in that capacity, he counseled, procured, and ordered his minions to perpetrate the injuries on Mr. Chambers that caused his death. Hmm. And we all are familiar with some of the things that this particular gang has been accused of doing. So Miller would have been the leader of a gang responsible for possibly hundreds of murders, a gang that has played a major role in turning Spanish Town into one of the most violent places in the country, in a country that already is violent, Abga. Mm. So it's no small feat to hold that title. So much so that the entire state of St. Catherine has needed a state of emergency. Parish, yeah. The entire uh, parish, sorry, of St. Catherine has needed a state of emergency to try to quell the violence that has been been ongoing in that area. And so disrupting criminal gangs has been critical. When you think of some of the things that this particular gang is accused of doing... One thing that immediately comes to mind, apart from the murder of Douglas Chambers, is the Lauriston beheadings. Mm. That trial recently played out in the public. 40-year-old Charmaine Rattray and 18-year-old Joeth Lynch murdered at their home on the night of July 19, 2011. Shot, chopped, and beheaded. And evidence revealed in court shows that Rattray was chopped eight times and shot six times. Lynch was also shot, was also chopped eight times and then shot twice, once in the head. And then after that, they were beheaded. So made sure that these women were good and dead. Chopping them was not enough. Shooting them was not enough. They had to be beheaded as well. Why? Because they were accused of being informers. And I recall during the trial it being said that the ladies were warned to leave town because a hit was out of them. You remember out on them? Remember that Abka? But they refused. Mm-hmm. And I recall it also being said during the trial. That the reason they were beheaded, even though they had already been chopped and shot, was that the boss wanted their heads Mm -hmm. and had ordered their heads. 
which is intended to send a signal to other people who are minded to assist the justice system with information. Indeed. Now, Rattray and Lynch were killed by members of the Klansman gang, of which Tesha Miller is the alleged leader. So was he the boss being referred to? Because we know there is a split in Klansmen, and there are different levels of leadership in such highly organized gangs. But either way, it's just a fresh example of the notoriety of this particular gang. And if you ask me as the leader, allegedly, Miller is responsible for all their crimes. And then what was done to Douglas Chambers, another innocent person, sent to Spanish Town by the JUTC to clean up their operations. And we already know that Spanish Town is a hotbed for criminal extortion, especially in the transportation sector. Criminal extortion is a major enterprise in funding the operations of these gangs. And so for disrupting or attempting to disrupt that, Chambers had to die. Just a man trying to make things better for Jamaica and Jamaicans. He didn't kill anyone. He didn't shoot anyone. But like the ladies accused of informing, he played a role in trying to disrupt the gang's operations. So it's a major victory and a major justice that Tesha Miller is behind bars for 38 years and change until he's 77 years old. Even though some say he can still be very influential from prison, I hold some hope that this will at least slow down that criminal enterprise and perhaps leave a hole that gives the security forces some time to do their work and continue the job of dismantling this and other criminal organizations. That's what's on my mind.